Welcome to the I'm Assuming Podcast with Ijaz Mohan. And I have a returning uh, Mr. Karanjit because our first podcast was kind of cut short yeah. into life and time. <laughs> and if you see why he's wearing a mask, obviously because we are in the midst of another yeah. lockdown. <laughs> and Karam happens to be a neighbor, so you know we are not breaking any... Uh, cross-border issues like that. So, and Karam is being extra prudent uh, since we are in a confined space. Yeah, confined Choosing space. to wear the mask <laughs> so that I don't have to wear it. Thanks, Karam. <laughs> this is an interesting thing. For We were on BFM since 2012 till uh, uh, 2000, just short of seven years. Uh. Wow. Yeah, seven years. So, free content. Right? Yeah. right? But, uh, I, I noticed that uh, the show would be on like, Thursday. Okay. So, Thursday night, or Friday, you check the articles that you spoke about. That there's no bump mm. because people are on their car listening and all. Okay. And there's been no story that sensational or striking that the passive listener, right? You're a BFM listener, mm. and you need to in the car. Right? When you get home, mm. you say, hey, "No, no, don't listen to me. I must go and read this article." Mm. You may have it in your mind on the go, but then you forget when you get into the humdrum of your know, getting home yeah. from work. Yeah. Yeah. So negligible. So that's mm, that's why that's, that's why that's so the BFM people tell me, Karam, your people don't go to the article because you're talking too much. You're giving them too much away. Mm. But I don't use the show as a teaser. Okay, no, uh, three minutes I talk. I go to read further. No mm. point now. People are busy and they are not your normal DNA readers, right? BFM. It's about economy. It's about politics. About social. Everything. Not about technology. So okay, uh, one of the big assumptions mm. I've had on 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 regarding like radio lah. Uh, Okay, since you, you were saying that you've been on BFM, you were on BFM the show for like seven years, you say? Almost one, I think uh, two months short of seven years. La. Seven years, right? Just to help me understand, right? Yeah. You all get paid? or is No, it just... no, no, it's free. How does that work? Because I always assume that if you are generating content, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in essence, you're being a radio DJ sure, yeah. for a, no, for, a small... for them. So for an established platform, uh-huh. uh, because they they tell you that. So we we took it on because we want to edit because the BFM audience is not our target audience. But okay. I we took it on because we want the casual observer whose parents right. We want parents to hear because the first the executive who's listening is a parent. Right? Okay. For them to I realize that. The oh, okay. Yeah. Nicely, yeah, so. <laughs> no, so it's it's the, we we want to position it that they are casually listening. We understand it's not their their core thing, right? You while okay. you're driving, you just it's your check. Go to channel or you just listen. What's on? We want them to realize gradually that that the disruption is real. It is already happening. It's not something is going to happen in the future. Okay. And when you talk about the the interesting careers and jobs, right? So people realize that oh. So if my kids suddenly tells me they want to do robotics or AI, whatever, I say hey no no cannot get job go and you know. Go do accounting. So we wanted to convince that. So that's why we like the BFM audience, not our target audience. Okay. So we're broadening our appeal, and we want your average mom and dad, you know, to realize that this is a, a is a critical, uh, you know, a, a feel uh, mm. for the for the present and for the future. So their kids should have, uh, they should support their kids to have a, a, a no, element I, of technology I, I, in their I, education I, upbringing. I understand okay. the. You know, even if BFM was to ask me now to go do some content on BFM, I think it's exciting like, to, mm. to to have a platform. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, you know, in, in my simplified mind, mm. if if you ask me, you're doing it for seven years, yeah. <laughs> they should have paid you. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel okay. like, you know... Yeah. Uh, sure, maybe it, it actually never struck our mind. Maybe towards the end, we were saying, hey, let's try to sell the, spon- the slot, right, for mm. sponsor. Mm. But in the seven years, and we didn't try... But they, there was no sponsor who came and said, hey, we want this spot, we want to sponsor this slot, but you got to make sure DNA is there. Like. At, then at we got leverage. At what uh, point, uh, you know, just to understand mm, the yeah, media landscape, yeah, I'm yeah. not so familiar mm, with it, right? Mm. At what point would 
would a content become uh, you know you can monetize it at what point there's you know like even now you're doing uh, with Russian mm. um, at what point does what you do become monetizable in the sense because you know if you hadn't told me today mm. that, that no you did it for free mm. or you did it you were not expecting yeah. to get paid right yes 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 that blew my mind because I would imagine yeah. to have a show on BFM for seven years, yeah. uh, they must be paying you for the content. Because <laughs> okay, okay. you no, are no, providing yeah, content yeah, yeah. for them, right? No, for them, it's, it's just platform. You're, you're promoting yourself. So for them, Ram, your people getting to know about DNA. Mm. So which mm. is true also. La. So I, I guess there, there are some people who get to know you, right? But it was never an opportunity that we, were, we saw a direct monetization link. But for us, like I said, the reason was not that. Okay. And even when we came on also, Malik said, hey, you know, I'll help you, you, all, you all can promote DNA. Mm. Mm. And, 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 but that still wasn't the main motivation. That would uh, help us get it out a bit, but just to make the public aware that technology is, a, especially digital, right? It's a key part of today's ecosystem and in yeah. your life and work. And, you know, you just better be a, a, a convertees. Like, you don't have to be devotees, mm. but be convertees that this is an important part of the ecosystem. And anytime in your family, anybody said you're going to pursue a career in that, well, oh, I, I hear about this so often on BFM. Okay, okay, I support you, like, son, you know. No, I, uh, so that was our key thing. Just, never yeah, about driving yeah. traffic to Dini, and that was never the intention. Just to mm. be just to be clear, I think my the way I look at it, mm. I, I, I do believe that uh, there is the purest of intention for BFM to yeah, yeah. provide exposure to DNA and yeah, to yeah. DNA to also give the content. Yeah. I'm. I'm not trying to be malicious yeah, and saying yeah, that. Yeah. No, that was win-win. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that from from a simplistic point of mm. view, uh, you would think that oh, anybody who gets on air yeah. because if you're just a guest for one episode, yeah, okay lah. You know, if I come on to be a sure, guest, sure. yes, yeah. I don't get paid. I understand. <laughs> but if I'm coming on for seven years, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but also we reduce the frequency. We were doing once a week, right? Then I think in in year five, I say, yeah, guys, I don't have the bandwidth. Okay. And then the, the team didn't want to go, so they wanted me to do my bangra all the time. So <laughs> we reduced it to once every two weeks. And then from once every two weeks, actually, we were even planning to reduce it to once a month. But okay. then I say once, and then I say, look, why? And I don't want to, we don't want to be the only ones. It cannot be that to hear, listen to tech news, only DNA can do it, right? Everybody, who, you, I say, guys, look for somebody else who's writing about technology mm. and get them on to, to talk, la, you know, some other episode. So. And in fact, now, like the Edge has just launched Edge Digital. So it's mm. like their technology pull up. And then uh, two or three people have said, hey, Edge coming after your food. I say, of course not. It's better for you. What? You want only DNA to be interested in what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, everybody should be interested. Nanyang, Nanban, no, right? Actually, Everyone should be interested in what you're doing. Then our challenge is that we should make sure that we write your story the best. They say, hey, the best story on this was written by DNA. That has to be our challenge. You cannot... Be in a niche and then hope nobody else does it. Like, hey, no, cannot tell him. I can't go, go and do something else. No. Actually, that's, that's it's good for you. are looking at ecosystem, mm. right? So the more people who cover you, the better. Actually, the you, you are right. Mm. I think I I can uh, okay. I recall now from mm. my first podcast. You don't like me to agree with you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I I see the argument mm. on the other side mm. in the sense that people say that they assume that the your your potential audience is X. Mm. And the more people that come to serve the audience, they're actually taking the audience away from you. Uh, maybe it's my entrepreneurial, optimistic uh, viewpoint, okay. but I always see that when there are more players in the in the market, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They're actually going to educate other people to grow your community. That means yeah, yeah. you know they're going to do their part to kind of grow people who are 
interested or bring more exposure to the to tech yep. related companies and all of that. Of course, yes. And at the end, it's better for you because more people are in the field. Yeah, more in people are, I, believe it's important. Yes. Yeah, but I do feel that's an optimistic way of looking at it. Okay, but I look at it that way, but that's an optimistic it, way of looking at it. It's the way I also, uh, DNA also looks at it, not just me. Yeah. Okay, so okay, we will. <laughs> okay, so we are optimists in a sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay I think, that's I'm, I'm a realist because like, you're focused in the ecosystem, right? So the more news, the more I, points they see about it. It's yeah. not an optimist, right? Is, is, is it the same thing? I, I would, I would. No, no. Optimist means that like, oh, you are saying, I'm, I'm uh, uh, maybe, uh, I, I never really spend time analyzing the two, but optimist is then you're saying that maybe at some point it will grow the market big enough that maybe people start reading my content and then okay. my readers will read your content. Mm, mm, but mm. for, I, I'm, I use that as I'm a realist because you cannot expect people not to come into a particular need. And I was hoping there would be people, right, covering technology more. Mm. Right? And the reason why we did this also, mm. put a, a physical form to the technology stories, the entrepreneurs we are writing about, right? And distribute this in a business publication. Mm. I could have paid less and introduced it, uh, use Her World or some other publication mm. to distribute, mm. right? Not premium business publication. We paid extra to make sure this goes out to the right audience. So, right. so we've always been focused on, on getting uh, the story out and making sure that uh, the, the right people want to read them and the edge audience, the business audience but is actually I, the right I one. I also think, right, um, and, and correct me if mm. I'm wrong, uh, I also think that when if you are how do I say if you're on the leading uh, on the leading edge of things like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where there wasn't a tech focused publication and then you all okay. decided to do it right okay. uh, even if there's a few other people to come yep. into the field but you are still the market leader in the sense that you are recognized as, a, as the first mover like. of course if you all don't keep up with the pace mm. and don't innovate it yeah, suddenly yeah. comes up with like very high video content yeah, yeah, and, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. and they try to out-innovate you yep. and you decide not to compete, that's yeah. a different story. But then, yeah. as long as you guys yeah. also evolving, yeah. I think you will also always be seen as a, as a how do you call that, a leading innovator, right? I think, There's so I, I, I don't like the word innovator. It's, okay. I, it's one of the cheapest words in the business world. Everybody <laughs> throws it out, okay. right? And guilty, it's not, no, no, okay, we, we have not innovated, right? We, it's just online. Look, whatever we were do, I was doing on print, that comes out on print, mm. now it just comes out directly on the website. It's still, it's just, it's still text-based. When we launched, we wanted to do video, but video is difficult mm. in the sense that you, you've got to take extra equipment with you, even though now the equipment can be just a, a, a yeah. high-definition recorder, handheld yeah. one. But then there's a bit of editing to be done sometimes. And then we did put up videos in the initial stages, but we saw that the traction was not that much. Mm. And we mm. say, hey, you know, people are reading our stories already, right? So be it. Like, nobody ever said, Karami, DNA doesn't do video. Mm. I, I, I like you, but I'm not going to read your, your, I'm not going to go to your website. Yeah. So we, it has never been a, a, an existential, you know, a, a situation for us where we have to do video or we're going to die. Mm. Although when we launched, people were telling us, especially in 2015, people were saying, hey, video, everybody's going video. Wall yeah. Street, New York Times is, in fact, one Malaysian entrepreneur went to the US. He met with key people from, uh, Huffington Post and New York Times okay. and one more publication and he said all three of them were, were, were shouting the mantra video is the next mm. uh, is the not the next is the must go to platform for content companies but not true you look at New York Times hardly any video there right very mm. little it's 95% of the content is text uh, picking up from where we left off and what you were saying earlier mm. this idea about video content right mm. um, can I can I ask you if you have watched uh, 
the social dilemma the the, the show oh no no I, in fact you're the second or third person to say i i it's on 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 you know uh, the the streaming platform i use but i it has not been an urgency for me to, to watch it yet lah because okay. i'm already aware of the of the issues and all right so yeah. it's like i don't need to watch it to be educated oh i didn't know this or, uh, or oh, i need it, to it, take it, this more seriously it, so it's, it's it's not so much mm. um i think i think the scary part is the scary part about watching that show is okay. i think it it confirms a lot of our fears okay. yeah i think if any of us have given any thought to our behavior on social media mm. or how a community is on social media we have kind of formed our own assumptions lah mm. right on on worst case scenarios right and then when you see the social dilemma and i think the interesting thing about that show mm. is that Uh, the people who talk on the show are mm. all ex-employees of this, these tech companies, lah. Mm. The people who are head of yeah, yes. uh, commercialization for Facebook, yep. head of monetization for Facebook, people yep. who work for Twitter, people who yep. work for Google, and all that. So when you hear kind of from the horses' mouth, mm. of course they all are ex-employees, lah. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah, good lah. It's your bit more, free, your lot more free to talk about. Yeah, and, unless and, some of them at NDS, lah. But then they wouldn't be on the show. So these are not the the super senior players where you got NDS, right? No, but you know they they had fellas who were like on Facebook side. It was the head head of uh, monetization for Facebook. I think director of monetization, you know. So they they obviously not you know probably the C level, but yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. were key players lah. I mean, oh, sure, in the sure, sense, sure. right? Yes, yeah. um, and oh, I think very important. What, why I brought that up was that you were mentioning earlier about um, exploring video content mm-hmm. and and uh, you we know, just briefly like well, we were flirting with the idea but we never uh, explored it like. and and, and the other part where you mentioned that you know when when a Malaysian entrepreneur went to the US mm. everybody's jumping up and down on video content mm. right? and saying oh video uh, is the next yeah. whatever well, right? these three big publications are, so it came back very convinced yeah, video and, 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 and I think uh, there is truth to that but unfortunately I feel that the the truth is a bit of a dark spot because mm-hmm. They they are using video content to kind of feed you. Don't have to think. Just watch. Just scroll. Just uh, so in a way to kind of get you just plugged into the system, lah. I don't think so. I don't video content. Look, New York Times does video content. It is not to get 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 you plugged into the system, right? But Because they do it with their New York quality. Times is not doing so much. Video no, but content. at that time they wanted to. But then you realize it's hard to do. It's mm. easier for a writer. To go to, to and there was a great story they did on on Alaska global warming. Okay. Right. But I think that the writer went there and then they they hired a drone lah. Okay. You know, but is you know then you you got the drone thing then you got voiceover over the drone then there's so much more work to be done because your drone has to record when you do anything with drone you got to record a lot right unless mm. you're very strategic just go over Anchorage city right or mm. go over district or go over the seashore but then the drone is just going for its 20 minutes or then you come back somebody has to go through it. And then pick the thirty second. You know, you you record for twenty minutes on seashore or whatever. You're picking seconds only. So you, the okay. time is so compressed. So the incred it has a incredible amount of work to be done on video. And I've done a a panel session where I I I I did a, a panel session for an hour with three people there. Mm. Okay, and then I got to go in because the video editor is not a content guy. Okay. So I got to go in and listen to everything and then listen carefully and then okay mm. at the twenty six minute and four second mark. 
Yeah. Right? At this word, you take, and then at the 27 minute phase, you take this word for him, this yeah. sentence. Mm. Then you go and do that. And you know, incredibly, how incredibly tedious that is. Huh? So, no, and I, the article I, is done already, but they mm. wanted to add video in there. And yeah. I think I, I, when I finished, I told the, 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 the editor in chief of my boss at the time, and this is not with DNA, lah, I said, like, look, this, to do this thing, actually, I had to sit down for like nine, almost 10 hours to do. Mm. To create that like five minutes uh, mm. or six minute video, mm. that's insane. Like, your mm. time is, mm. even if you're, you're cheap intern, okay, la, do la, but that but it's never worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. No, you're yeah, right. It takes too long. And, mm. and, you know, when I talk to mm. some of my friends who. So are, be careful about video. You think video, so yeah, of course, you do consumer tech, maybe, la, right? Mm. Consumer tech, you're talking, you're showing things all, but if it's a panel session with four senior people, but it's still boring. But, la, you, know? but you know, Karan, you, uh, I, I, I agree with you. Because uh, even in a very small way for this podcast, when I started out, it was purely audio only on Spotify, right? Mm. I was didn't want to go to the video room only because the time-consuming mm. <laughs> part of uh, doing video editing, even even if it's just cutting and uh, you know, putting in an intro, putting in an okay, outro, okay, making okay. sure the sound is okay, yeah. it is very time-consuming. And I'm not putting any special effects. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, of right? course. So, yeah. I'm nowhere close to any kind of production value that uh, you are talking about. Okay, okay. And even that is very time-consuming, yeah, yeah. right? And also, when you touch about video, mm. the equipment you need, the computers that you need to be able mm. to process video, uh, okay. where you don't have to wait hours and hours and yeah, hours, yeah, yeah, yeah. you also need to look at that, like equipment to record, equipment mm, to mm. process, right? Um, but what I think is, the, the one, one of the things that I think mm. is very interesting is, apart from your view is on the production side, mm-hmm. on somebody who's producing the content, right? Yeah. Um, I think what's really interesting is on the consuming side. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And and one of the things that I found myself doing uh, is I, I became, I think maybe this year, mm. 2020 more than anything, I became very aware of what I was consuming, the okay. content that I was consuming, oh, okay. right? So I became very aware to the, to the, to the extent that, you know, on, on even on YouTube and Facebook, I try not to get recommended posts, oh. right? So Facebook, I put it on chronology. Mm-hmm. I want to know what is the trending mm-hmm. thing. And YouTube also, I try not to look at recommended videos. Oh, okay. Right? And and the reason being is because I realized the recommendation always brings me down into a rabbit hole. That means it's only you see this, see this, see this, and you realize, hey, I'm wasting time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm wasting yeah. time. Why? And I, this is not the content that I wanted. It was sure, kind of sure. shown into me. Yeah, right? yeah. And... And when I was saying that the the idea that when I watched even the social dilemma, mm-hmm. what I what the confirmation that I got the confirmation mm-hmm. advice okay. that I got from the show was that is there one of the key takeaways as a consumer is is they're asking you need to learn to choose your content because right now the average person on Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. you are not choosing content you're just scrolling. You get stuck but on a video. The, but the reason is, and this is the, you know, the elephant in the room, right? Mm. Everybody likes to say they're busy. But I mean, mm. honestly, a lot of people mm. have a lot of time. Yes. And you mm. create the busy because you're scrolling this, mm. right? You, mm. you, so people don't admit that they got time. They got free time. Mm. Right? Mm. Or you got idle time. Hey, all these things about the thing that annoys me. The words are, I'm so busy. I'm so, I'm very busy. No. Mm. If something is important enough, you will make time for it. You know, that's, yes. a, that's one of the rules in life. The very busy, busy person will suddenly make time for something that's very important. Mm. But, you know, just idling your time. I mean, most people just idle time and they go through, you know. That's mm. why you're easy to go here, go there. Hey, this is interesting, that's interesting. 
Like I, I, I cannot do that. I like you know. I, I maybe I'm because I'm aware. Not that I'm super busy, but I'm aware. I'm not going to do that. So mm. lucky being in tech and you're a skeptic, right? So mm. you want don't want to go there. And I didn't even get Facebook until 2012 because we had to launch DNA. <laughs> they forced me. Karam, we're not going to join you unless you have a damn DNA, you know, uh, Facebook account. You got to promote your story, right? Not to share your life. Yeah. So I do. If you go to my DNA uh, uh, wall or you go to my Timeline is very few things I share, very little. Yeah. So even my stories also I don't share so much. Yeah, actually, so in, in, in that sense, I got into mm. social media, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, mm. and whatnot was actually to promote to reach uh, lah, yeah, to reach know, people. At right? one point, it was my restaurant and ah. my business and all that. Yeah, and I, and even though I was there on a personal capacity, mm-hmm. I always viewed my presence as. A representation of whatever that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're right. I think you go past, you know, the past ten years of my social media posts. Yeah, uh, you will probably find a few posts around election time uh, <laughs> where you're sharing some yep, thoughts, right? Yeah, yeah. But bar those mm. super hot, heated, uh, very emotional times, right? Yeah. Uh, my my, I don't have yeah. that expressing of opinion posts and all that. <laughs> but that's because I see this as it's not a personal representation of me, lah. It is my, you know, it's a representation of whatever that is that I want to do, right? But so, more, most people, I mean, you know, you can see how well the platform does, right? So, uh, I think what four years ago, suddenly people above fifty were the most active group, mm. right? From you thinking it's a young kids platform, it's no more young kids platform. It's, it's for people above fifty. They'll share every little thing, right? Somebody, I, I saw that day one guy was in the hospital recovering from surgery and put oh I'm, I'm so grateful and like 200 messages every day yeah, yeah, put an icon you know good job good job all and sometimes you almost feel like my like my mom the the traditional Sikhs will say if you don't go to Gurdwara for somebody's program when you're having your program they're not going to come for this mm. so it's almost like people are now commenting because then when next time you put something and nobody will comment because you never yeah. liked or, or put in a comment right? oh great yeah, it's, job it's, good it's job the... it feels just very shallow like you don't need mm. A platform where you're sharing something with 2,000 people, right? If you have 2,000 connections, uh, mm. it's it's your 50, 70, 100, maybe 200, uh, right? Your your colleagues, you know, you you should choose. Because right now, your Facebook has got so many people, you don't even no, know. But I see, even on LinkedIn, uh, right? I thought LinkedIn was more professional. It was supposed meant to be a professional network, right? You must have the discipline. Uh, you must turn down, right? I, I always turn down people. Like, you got thousands of people, you turn down. No. Whereas, the Roshan has got 31,000 followers now. <laughs> on followers, okay, la. as long as it's not connections. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, maybe it's a uh, slash connections and I don't know how many followers, but yeah, connections. Yeah. Like connections. So, for me, if I don't know who you are, mm. I will not accept. That is just my, my kind of rule yeah. of thumb. Unless I want to connect with you for a certain reason, then I will write mm. you a message. And if you choose to yeah, accept yeah, it, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. But, you know, in LinkedIn, I found mm. it very funny that People who I have no personal, yep. uh, you know, maybe it's somebody I met at one event or something. Okay. When my birthday comes around and LinkedIn gives yeah, them yeah, the invitation, yeah. I got rid so of that. So many birthday yeah, messages, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, these are people I've yeah, probably seen once in my true, life. True. And the, and I find it's weird. And 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 you're right in the sense when you when you said just now, I like they're saying it so that you would probably say it back. Yeah, like, day, right? yeah, in the sense, yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Facebook, like that, on LinkedIn, I don't know. Maybe people just, re- they just, they get prompted, right? Mm. Say, oh, uh, Digital News Asia editor, yeah, I yeah, just say something. Like, you know? Maybe mm. at some point you want to, you know, uh, yeah. it's very uh, calculative. Maybe at some point, you know, ask a favor, you know, send an email or send a picture. Huh? So, like, if I was just Karamjit, nobody, is, uh, think, 90% of that goes away. Think, like you said, it, it, it doesn't feel 
I don't want to discount somebody doing something nice, mm. right? But it 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 doesn't feel. Uh, how do I say? I don't want to say. I don't want to use the word genuine, lah, because maybe they're genuinely wishing you, but it it, it doesn't feel like it has any. No, I I will safely say ninety over percent is not because you look you're busy working, right? You're working, you're doing something, and whatever that is, you may not be working, you may be watching something also, right? Or yeah. movie or whatever. And then you see this uh, notification. I don't turn on my notification except for my email. You know, okay. pops up, right? Yeah, uh, they all want to do notification. I don't have my LinkedIn or, or Facebook one on. But if you see, then you say, "Hey, Karamji, oh yeah, I haven't seen for a long time. My birthday." Then you just go away, segue, and just click. You know how easy it is to go and just click your congratulations and then come back. And they even have prepared messages for you because they yeah. are trying to get you to engage. Yeah. Yeah. But it's to me, it's all not genuine, and I don't mind if people get upset. Hey, Karam, I send you a birthday wish is real, but I'm guaranteeing you, ninety percent of that is not. So See, if I play the odds, then what we are talking about now, it. it uh, I so this the platforms uh, trying to manipulate you, lah. Yeah. No, it it is the platforms, uh, right? But I think ultimately, um, if we if we want to look at it as as an individual, if you want to look at it, is yes, the platforms are doing everything yeah, they can to correct. manipulate you. But at the end of the day, we also, I think there is a level of laziness to the thinking. Yeah, yeah. Compliancy, like, right? Yeah. yeah, you don't think, right? You just yeah. do because you think you're, hey, I want to just say hello. It's a nice thing to do to say yeah. hello. And, but... and, and I, when I say laziness, I'm, I'm saying it because I believe I'm also guilty of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying that, oh, I, I am not like that. And okay, okay, that. okay, okay. I, I think my realization comes from the fact that I catch myself, uh, being lazy or being lazy in the sense uh, is you don't want to put thought into it. It becomes a very thoughtless process. Yeah, of right? course, la. that's why the problem comes, right? You just instantly, you think, Took, you do, and then you go back to what you're doing, which is your most important and thing which, at that which point. Which brings me to two topics. Actually, it brings me to two topics. So I'm trying how to separate them, uh, right? Okay. That I wanted to talk to you, uh, and that's probably why I brought you back here, is that kind of brings us to the two things. So the two things I want to talk about is actually one is you have two boys, two grown mm. boys, mm. right? And I really want to hear the how are you managing or how are you managing them with, with relation to social media and all this, right? And to, in a greater way, the second thing is also that I want to talk about is uh, you know, in a small way, our, our residence association, our community, right? Because social media has, as I feel has eroded the real mm. need to okay. have like human connections. Right? So I think it connects to both. So I don't know which one we want to tackle first. Like maybe mm-hmm. we tackle the, the social media with relation to your kids. Okay. You seem to have a very, you seem to have a very disciplined approach to social media. And my wife also is a, is a big skeptic. She, and for me, the key thing is that uh, you are the product, you are the data, you know. Mm. So I say, you know, I'm not, no. But not many people think like that. Correct? Yeah, I know, but maybe because I'm in the tech space, I yeah. do a lot of reading, right? I talk to a lot of people. So I said, there's no way I'm going to get used and I, I don't have a need to like share my life, even if on a shallow level, uh, mm. with a, a whole bunch of people that I don't know. How, I mean, if okay. I can grow old with five friends, I will consider, five good friends, I'll consider mm. myself to be a very rich man. Mm. And I honestly don't think at this stage I can grow old with five mm. very good friends. I, okay. I can, I, I, I can relate. Um, how so? How does your kids' experience differ from what you observe? Right? Uh, are they very? How old are your boys, by the way? Now? Uh, the, uh, one is seventeen. One is uh, fourteen plus. Oh, okay. So they are right smack in that that 
the age it, of... It starts earlier. So what I did was I controlled their devices. The the My younger one still doesn't have a smartphone, right? He's, okay. in, uh, he's in Form 2. Okay. I think there are only two or three kids in his class, you know, mm. uh, and maybe in the whole form. Mm. Definitely in his class, two or three kids only who don't have a smartphone. Don't have, you see. Yeah, uh, and then not only that, but even before that, when they were younger, like, you know, when they were five years old or whatever, what, 10 years ago, the hotpad was tablets, right? Or 12, mm. 12 years mm. ago, everybody wanted, those who could afford it, like, could mm. give their kids tablets, right? Oh, so good, engaging, mm. you know, mm. you EQ, IQ combination. Then, uh, what, 18 months later, the, all the stories were about everybody's absorbed in their own world, the kids are not interacting and all. Mm. I never give them that because I want them, there's always time for the digital stuff in their life. Mm. I just want them to grow up having well-rounded life like yours, you know, going outdoors, playing. Mm. You know, the fact that my kids play sports, mm. some parents will say, wow, you're so lucky your kids play sports. Mm. And that just blows my mind, really. <laughs> lucky. Eh? You're lucky, yeah. So the bar is incredibly low for that because mm. they got caught in giving the kids devices early mm. and the kids get just lost in the world. And at some point, maybe your eyesight also gets affected or whatever. Mm. But it's ridiculous. And the Silicon Valley leaders, which mm. I found out later only, they don't let their kids have these yes, devices yes. or they manage it very tightly. Can you imagine the guys who are selling you these apps and all trying to get you hooked are with their own kids? Uh, they say, no, no, you can only use maybe two hours a day or one hour a day. Very strictly, they uh, they keep their kids to these mm. devices. So actually, maybe once they hit a certain age, okay, like my 17-year-old only got his mm. smartphone. Mm. When he's 15, and my wife got it for him without telling me. I don't have to say, wait a few more months. <laughs> so, like, the younger one now, 14 and a half, but because of the MCO, mm. suddenly the a smartphone is important for them to, yes, but he's sharing it with me now. So, when he wants, I'll turn on his papa, can I uh, move your WhatsApp to my tablet uh, to see stuff? So, we're sharing mm. the phone. Of course, mm. he's at home, right? Yeah. But uh, he's probably end of this year or, or by... By next year, January, February, just before he's 15, probably we'll, we'll give him a, a smartphone. But actually, at that age only, you know. Actually, uh, talking to, hmm. to a few Control other people. Control the devices. The, 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 the smarter people have hmm. told me that uh, don't give a device until 14. Age oh, okay. 14, until 14. And uh, another f- uh, friend of mine, hmm. he mentioned this to me because his observation, he also has two sons. He has okay, two sons. Okay. So he saw the difference in how the first boy went when you hit with oh, devices okay, and all that. Okay. So he kind of corrected. Uh, so, but what he realized was, he was saying that the minute they have a device in their hand, they get consumed by... So they are, yeah, their world uh, narrows. Their yes, world narrows. So he was saying also their worldview goes from this to uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was saying that, you know, they will spend ungodly of course, amount of yeah. hours in the room just Correct. on the bed yeah, on yeah. the phone so that is the key thing huh? so when when we uh, although there are no devices but the study was where their desktop and I got them a desktop not laptop because desktop stays there and the screen huh? so you can see what they're doing as well mm. Mm. and that is the single I think we just by accident we realized that was the single most important thing mm. we accidentally did well, I wanted them only one device one computer a 27 inch screen because I wanted them to learn sharing and mm. I wanted to limit the amount of time they play games because they were mm. they big into online games right so on the weekend only you can play but you know you play one hour then your brother's turn so they learn and then it limits them to three hours a day and then you then you're six hours gone, right? Right. And he said, well, we play the least among our friends. Hey, I don't care, man. I'm not here to be your friend, okay? I'm your parent. It's a God-given responsibility. I don't want to be your friend. I'm your parent, okay? So, that's so you do. So they're lucky. So anyone who's listening, if you're going to have kids or you have kids young, but 
get them one desktop, right, 27 inch, so that it's in the study. Mm. Of course, I'm lucky we have a study. Some people may say no, but put it in the hall then. Yeah. Right, in a yeah. small desk, right? Mm. So that then you can easily so see as well. Yeah. You know, but my, the and they were used to it because the they were not able to compare to the hall. Hallway to the hall. <laughs> it's, you know, there's no space, there's no study. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the walkway to the mm. hall, they put a computer there. So there's zero privacy. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's a good thing. It's right. a very good thing for young kids, right? <laughs> so you don't have to worry about predators or whatever. And then you yeah. can see stuff. And then at some point, my wife say, I don't like all these uh, bikini girls' videos starting to appear after a few years, right? Then you do parental control. La. So mm. you can see, you know, I think it's very important. Actually, the... Remember, your kids have no rights, okay? <laughs> Until you assign it to them. Don't give away your rights, your parenting responsibility. No, but you know the... Uh, I, I, I would also join the group of people to recommend the social dilemma to you only because I like the angle where it is not so much talking about us, it was actually talking more on the impact of what they are doing on, on no, no, actually on what they're doing in relation to kids, teenagers, mm. and how we, you know, how we are kind of allowing social media to shape their reality okay. as opposed to the real world that yeah, we're yeah. talking about, right? And, and, and then you mentioned, like, the things that you mentioned, right, is, is things that I think about, because my son is just two years old. Mm. So, and I'm nowhere near thinking about, you know, what's it going to be when he joins social yeah, media, right? Yeah, I focus yeah. on getting him to talk. Sure, right? sure. Uh, but, you know, when you say things like, you know, your son is probably, you know, one of two people in the whole class who doesn't have a smartphone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not probably. It's only two or three of them in his class. So, right? you see, in the sense of... Mm. Peer pressure, la, mm-hmm. or, or even if it's not peer pressure, it's, I would say societal pressure. Mm. You know, I think maybe your character, you have your, I think you you're very clear on why you want certain things, right? Mm. But I don't know whether most parents can will will succumb to that pressure, la. like mm. oh, all my friends got a laptop, all my friends got a smartphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the only one with <laughs> a smartphone, right? Yeah, and. How do you, how do we reconcile something? No, because like I tell them for me it's easy because I still, I'm a technology journalist, so I know this long term is not good for you. I want you all to have a broad, broad, broader base, uh, experience of life. You've got the TV there, you've got the internet there, you cannot say you're missing out on anything. Mm. Impossible, right? So, so I, that, that's, I, that's an excuse I don't buy. So when they get the smartphone... At and 15, remember, uh, you're starting early. Uh, so when, they, when they're 8, 9, 10 years old, you're giving them exposure to sports or going out doing basketball. They don't question that. It's, it's just normal. So maybe... You see, the, 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 the thing I'm trying to reconcile is... Mm. Um, see, me growing up, mm. I was into football and sports and all sure. that. Uh, and I was with a group of friends who was... Mm. And my character is such that I mean, I... I like to focus on one thing. I don't like to deviate. Right? Okay, okay. But my buddies will go for, will say, oh, come go for football, right? Mm. Then they're like, they will spend a good two hours before football playing Counter-Strike. Oh, okay. Inside okay. the cafe. Yeah, yeah. They want to go play pool. And and there's always seems to be a distraction for them. Like, you know, all these things, right? And I was, I'm a very stubborn character, right? Mm. So I was like, screw it. Like, if you all mm. want to play, I'll just go by myself mm. to the football field. Okay, play with okay. goals. Yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I was always that person who can uh, can say no to my friends. Mm-hmm. But I also realized it's a very lonely existence. Not many mm-hmm. people are like that. Mm-hmm. Not many people can say no to yeah. a, a group of friends, friends consistently. Yeah. And who want to include you in the activity. Yeah, keep saying no. Yeah. yeah. So in that sense, I think, how do you, how do you, what do you, how do you enforce 
this 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 confidence in your kids, right? To I, to not cave in to peer pressure. So I don't know whether it's instill confidence, lah. But it, it's just my strong belief that what we are doing to limit them is the right thing to do for their long term future. And I tell them that, lah. So whether they bought into it, they they were never resentful, lah. Yeah. Or mm. angry. So, like I say, you've already got broadband at home. You've got a 27-inch, you know, monitor. Mm. So, how are, how are you complaining? Of course, the youngest son will say, Oh, my God, my life is so boring. And I say, What? <laughs> really? Yeah? You think your life is so boring? Yeah? Uh, yeah, because that's their reality. What? Yes. They don't know anything yes. else. So, I don't, I don't blame them. And then it's comparative. They like they're comparing yeah. to... Of course. The, oh, what did this weekend? Oh, I spent two days <laughs> playing the game. Oh, yo, I don't even yeah, have a yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, no, you, I think, like I said, it's your parental responsibility. Do what you feel is best. Lah. And if, so my son the other day was saying that we are the, so I'm not by nowhere near claiming that we are great parents or whatever. But he said something that surprises because when we were eating dinner together, he said that it seems that we are the most normal family among his friends. Mm. They're all 17 years old, right? Mm. And it was disturbing and disappointing and, and scary to hear him say that. It's like, we, we don't eat managed, at the dinner table all the time, but when we manage to pull him out of the, because he's also in college now, right? Okay. So his priority is there, but. Oh, he's not in college already. Yeah, I mean, he's a Canadian program now, okay. so, okay. but not university. CIMP. So you're, yeah, su- yeah. CIMP. So okay. super busy, but when we, he joins us, then we sit down, we try to talk. Like I say, it's important for us to sit down, and then the young one will sit down and eat, and then he'll try to leave. <laughs> then when I blink, is he sitting in front of me, or sometimes I can miss him. Hey, when did he walk away, man? It's crazy, and I don't have my device on the table or so. Yeah. Just magically, can they say, hey, Banu, get your ass here, man. <laughs> I got nothing to contribute. It doesn't matter. No, but but you know, uh, Karim, one of the uh, the ideas, like, one of mm. the ideas that I, I'm trying to formulate is, mm. um, I think it will be very difficult for me to determine what my son thinks in the future. Of or, course, right? Because yeah, yeah. he's an individual just like I'm mm. an individual, right? But the idea that I'm... I'm, I'm I'm formulating right mm-hmm. is how do I help him to know how to think, not what to think. You know, whatever is it that you want to do, you do. But the idea of how to think about things, and then you make your own decision. But the idea of you know, think things through. Don't yeah, let people yeah. influence you. You know, it's, I think it's your role model. You are their role model, and they listen to how you and your wife communicate. If you all are just talking at each other, not talking to each other, mm. they pick up on these things. There is actually no rocket science to this, right? Mm. Very much your communication with, 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 with your wife and yourself and how you all communicate. And sometimes when, when I, when I, when you, and because you're working from home, when you have a conversation with someone, then you hang up and I share that with my, my maybe I was a bit, uh, stressed out or I was very happy. Mm. I take the time to say, oh, you know, this is what happened or what, and, and that's what this is happening. This is the world. No, you live in some of them. When you watch TV, you know, they watch some segment of Al Jazeera on Middle East, explain mm. to them what's going on, the world is screwed up and these kind of things, right? Mm. They may not understand it, but you just open up their mind a bit. Until my 14 plus year old who was, uh, I think when he was 12 years old, he asked me, uh, or maybe before he was 13, he said, Papa, how do you set up a company? Uh? Mm. And that just blew me away, man. Mm. Which young kid was, it's not like his father is a super duper, super entrepreneur, right? Yeah, I want to set up a company. Mm. He just asked that. How do you set up a company? I was amazed with that. It's great. Mm. So you see their view. I said, okay, Banu, this is what you do. Mm. I didn't take him to the SSM website. Like I said, there's a few things you can do. But even though it was a fleeting word, he asked a question that I love. Mm. How do you set up a company, right? So you just, 
and I think it's your conversations with them, like, and you are you you know your space well, mm. and these are things you can share with them, you know, explain to them. They may not understand, but just Papa want you to know a little bit, right? Mm. It's not like I want you next time to be the the best, you know, uh, the biggest teacher entrepreneur in Southeast Asia, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> whatever little experience you have in your life, you can share with them. You may not be an entrepreneur; you may be working for people yeah. all the time, yeah. and yeah. you can tell them, oh, you know, son, it's very important to communicate well, to hear what people say, and don't be stubborn, right? Because you know. And you use your okay, and use your own example. I made a mistake here, or you know, somebody did this today, or whatever, you know, and and they were punished. So be careful what you say. You can be don't be too overconfident. You can only share with them what's in your own life. So I don't want to sit here and say, okay, you must do this, do that, right? People are limited by their own life experiences. Mm. So you cannot tell them to do something which is beyond their 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 their, their realm. But you know. You also have this this unique experience that not many parents have of. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You mentioned to me that um, your boys, uh, one is in private, one is in public. Oh, no, no, yeah, right. Yeah. You so you you have experience of of what uh, a child going to a public education is okay, like, okay. a child going to a private uh, education is like. First of all, is my total assumption is private is better because you're paying yeah, more, yeah, yeah. right? In the sense, right. Is it true? Do you feel there's a better education in the private side? So having sent the kids there, so you private education, you pay for what you get, lah. Okay. So a lot of people in the middle class, uh, you know, who never would have sent their kids to international school or private school means that uh, you're the national curriculum, mm. but you're studying it uh, with with a smaller class size and right. better teachers, lah. Right? right. Okay. So you go private and you go international. So my kids went to international because. As a journalist, I'm lucky. I meet a lot of senior people. So you know, okay. before they were ready for school, I was talking to people. They say our education system is preparing people to work in the industrial economy. Very powerful. Mm. Somebody at the Asia Pac level, a Malaysian, told me our education system is preparing our kids for a world that is past and increasingly going in the past. So I said that really scared me as a parent. When something like that hits you, mm. you'll try to do whatever you can to make sure you don't get them into that trap, right? Okay. So then, of course, then the international was the only way to go, lah. And I we couldn't afford it that much, mm. but we we found a school that was not so expensive, so we put them there. Okay. But then I think after the, so they both went to hold from uh, standard one to so standard just, six. Sorry, yeah. The I always thought that you needed to be a foreigner or to hold a foreign passport. No, no, no. Either parent had to hold a foreign passport to go into international school. It used to be like that, but I think like fifteen years ago they opened it up when Hishamuddin, I think, was the education minister where. International school to take up to like thirty percent when they first started lah. Ah. You could take Malaysian students for as long as they can afford it. No more any pretense because a lot of parents were complaining international school not good enough and those who could afford it wanted the same. Okay. So then they opened it up so more international competition brought prices down lah. Okay. So then the middle class was started uh, was able to now start to send their kids there. Okay. But okay. you invest so then you what happens is when you put middle class puts their kids in international school, mm. where however expensive it is. You will end up front loading your investment, you know, in the education. Normally, with education, you back load. Back load means after you hit eighteen years old or or nineteen years old, okay, I've saved up this. Now I can send you to university overseas right. or whatever, right. or local private university. And there a lot of incredible good universities in Malaysia. You don't yeah. need to go overseas, right? Right. Absolutely not. But because of this, now you front load your investment, mm. and then it, it sacrifices. It impacts your quality of life, lah. Right. Mm. So I still drive the same car I was driving like, like when I bought it in 2003. And wow. people think it's because I'm I'm trying to remain, uh, I'm a cheapskate or I just, I'm just one of those who just very functional. But no, 
I am functional, but if I could afford it, I would have uh, I got, got another second car, not drive mm. a 20, 21 year old car or whatever, mm. right? Mm. But it's the financial reality of your life. So that's why I said, I don't want, uh, parents can only do what is within their means, right? Experience, exposure, uh, mm. talk to kids and all. So getting them into school was that because our education system was not uh, up to date. Mm. And then, second thing, then once they were in there, I think when they were in Form 1, then my financial situation became a bit tighter and I said, hey, I want to. And I actually, even when they went in also, I told myself and my wife and my mom, when they're in Form 1, put them into national school. Mm. Because international school, the kids go and come, you cannot build lasting relationships, you know, mm. which they don't mm. have. Mm. And national school, you can, and that's very important. Like mm. my, some of my closest friends are those I went to school from 1 uh, to Form 5. Right, right. Yeah. So you don't build that, and I think that's in a world which is becoming ever more digital and fast-paced. Mm. I think it's important to have that strong foundation of people you know I from a long time ago, who you can be very natural, real with. So that's why I still wanted to put them in, in Form 1. Okay. But then uh, it, it didn't happen. And then when I wanted to do it because of finances, my mom and my my wife and my sister also from the U.S. say, no, 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 you can't do that to them. Wow. Okay. Then another two years, then I said, finally cannot. Mm. But my 17-year-old then was like 16, uh, mm. 15. He said, no, yeah, Papa, I got two more years ago. You can't do this to me. Okay. You know, then uh, I was overruled by the, the three ladies in the house. <laughs> Put him, but my younger one, then I pulled him out. I said, Banu, you know, sorry, we cannot because your brother insists, so we cannot afford both. Okay. Like, if the younger one had insisted, then I definitely would have pulled out the older one. So, so I said, tell the older one, you owe a lot to your brother. Mm. I actually spoke to him, I said, why? And he said, okay, Papa. So, he went mm. to, and as a parent, it hurts really you. It's of him to... Yeah, it's incredible, yeah. I yeah. mean... Because most cases, just throw a tantrum and say, why Yeah, 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 correct, correct. Yeah. So, I explained to him and I said, this is why, you know, and your brother almost finishing, so we're going to keep him there. Mm. And he, uh, then he said, okay, la. so that's amazing, yeah. So, uh, so he even came so back at, to national at, school. So and also at that point, at when you age? said the different, uh, 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 12, la, because... Uh, form 1, okay, form so that's one. Form 1, going to Form 1. No, no, uh, Standard 6, he moved to stand, okay, national school in Standard 6, yeah. And then, by then also, I realized in my whole family... They were the only two in international school. All the other family members, mm. even those who could afford it, kept their kids in national school. Mm. And all their kids, after Form 5, their parents were complaining, oh, not so good or whatever, but good enough. Mm. Lah. All the kids ended up going to university and, and, and you know, two are uh, dentistry now. Mm. And, and one is studying to be a doctor. Mm. And, you know, and some are engineers already, right? Right. So they, they, and their national school education didn't hold them back. Okay. And what I thought was, not that they went for so much tuition. Mm. Also, I think you're lucky if you're in the middle class, and this is what I think as parents, right? I think the conversations you have with your kids uh, mm. is also an education for them. Mm. You know, like, like when I'm sharing with my, my kid about, you know, uh, about a phone call I had, you know, about work or whatever, when I showed them Digital 50, we're online, why we're doing this, right? Mm. Things you explain to them, it may not be about your work, but about it's about your own experience in life, right? Mm. Well, suddenly I explained to them the implication and even where I think I've made mistakes or whatever. And it, that becomes their... Con and even conversations around the dinner table, sometimes we talk about a little bit about the Middle East, right? Or, or what's mm. going on in the US mm. or some places, right? Uh, it just opens up their minds. If you if you don't have conversations with them, obviously it doesn't open up their minds. So in terms and then of for reading also, uh, sorry, by the way, uh, when my kid, uh, my on the weekend, when my kids want to watch uh, 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 YouTube, uh, at least with the younger one, and even the elder one, I said that before you watch what you want to watch, your first two, you must, you must watch two segments of TED Talk. Mm, okay, wow, so, but then my, my, uh, my younger one said, Papa, I, then after a while he said, Papa, I prefer to watch TED Ed. 
<laughs> because Tetris is shorter, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also animation based, right? Yeah, but and catered for yeah. kids, lah. Catered so for maybe no, no. It's actually good for adults also, but it's, mm. uh, they just decide to use animation as the way, eh, to yeah. to impart the knowledge. And so I get what I want. They get what they want. And remember, with the games, lah, one hour, one hour. Mm. And then with my elder one, once he's older, I told him to go to a website, uh, and he subscribes to the MIT uh, 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 magazine, mm. which is the the PDF version online. Okay. And I say, you know, this is very important. Just read so you're aware of what's going on in the world of tech at the cutting edge. Mm. And a website that is free, go and read this. Every day, one article, scam, skim the headlines, find one article, and talk to me about it because I'm in this space, right? Mm. He hardly did it, lah. But mm. I told him to do that, right? And he's mm. got, but his broad, his view is a bit, a bit broader. Mm. But so these are things you can do. I mean, not really. What well, you're just telling them, but the effort is right to enforce it. Hey, Harjit, mm. you didn't. Uh, talk to me about an article, lah. Mm. So you can saying things is easy, right? Yes. You're intending that, but then to monitor compliance is yes. difficult. Mm. So I I try to do that, but I've done a much better job with the younger. The elder one is already self-assured now. He's he's confident beyond his years because he's good in sport. One sport is very good. Everybody say you're very good, very good, mm. and there's boost your self-esteem, lah, right? Yeah. So his confidence is there, but so uh, now the the younger mm. boys in 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 form public two. public yeah. form two. So it's like three years now in the public system, right? Actually, three years, but I, I also, I, I told him recently that if you want to go back to national, international school in your last two years to do your year uh, 10 and 11, right? Mm. That means your, your uh, Cambridge, la, mm. right? Your, your O levels. Mm. You can, but you got to make sure you do very well and, and you got to ace your science subject. Mm. Okay, then, then if you want to, then we can send you back to uh, international school. Why last are you giving him that option? Uh, one is because uh, I will be 55 soon, so I'll be able to access my EPF. So again, your financing also, right? And your guilt okay. also. And then the, and then <laughs> okay, the elder yeah. one okay. now is, is finished. But the elder one next year hmm. is uh, going to do just language only. One, uh, because he's going to try to go to Germany. Okay. So you do language, German language, the process is not expensive. Hmm. So, you know, he's already doing his Canadian program now. And hmm. so then I think we'll be able to save some money, right? Actually, and then, that makes hmm. a lot of sense if you're going to go overseas instead of spending hundreds of thousands in the US and UK. Yeah. Learn the language and get a first class education yeah. uh, in Germany. Correct, correct. And, and it's very hard. Huh? But uh, now with the with the financial situation of the world, mm. you know it's way more difficult. So I said, son, you've got no choice. You've got to ace everything, you know. Mm. And then you've got to make sure you learn your German very well when, because they'll test you on German language or so. Right. So, but if he gets in, then it's way easier for the son because then it frees up the money I have for him, right? For the younger one. Yeah. So, but yeah. it's like, like at this stage, I'm thinking my EPF is not for me and my wife to, to do anything. I used to mm. make sure that I can I can get them through uh, the education and what they want. So if if somebody is uh, listening to this right and and they can't afford private or international yeah, education, yeah. right? Do they have no choice? I mean, do they? Of what? course, why? Every all over yeah, the world. So, hey, don't let's, the reality of ninety five percent of parents all over the world hmm. is your national school education. So and look, Malaysia is a destination for for so many. Companies to come here, right? Invest mm. KL, mm. they just hit their target of having a hundred global companies to to set up their operational headquarters in Malaysia. hundred, you know. Mm. I think it took them five years, but you if you say our talent not good, not good, because the first question they ask when a foreign investor comes in, mm. how's your talent pool? And mm. honestly, our talent pool is good enough. Our education system, the weakness also on, uh, only is in the teaching. Mm. Of course, they say that's the most important part of the software part, right? Mm. But we don't have enough good... T- but everybody complains. I've heard Americans, Canadians, Australians, New Zealand people complain about their, their natural education system. Mm. So it's not a Malaysian thing only. Yeah. Yeah. But our education, local education system is good enough. 
And you just got to put your, your kids in, but don't overdo with the tuition, uh, five tuition or six, unless the parent is very driven and the child is very driven. If they're not, pick the two or three subjects you think is important. If you're going to gently guide them in a certain area, right? Mm. And pick that. Our education system is good enough, I would say. And also you can... You may not be happy, but look at my whole fa- own family, right? All the siblings, all the, my nieces, nephews are doing very well. And and they went through our national education system. But they were lucky they were in urban schools. La. I mean, Rawang is still urban. Also, right? Some went to Rawang, and then some some in Subang Jaya, some in... in uh, yeah, because some all ended up being in Klang Valley. So mm. you're in an urban area. But it's good enough. But you know the... So don't defeat your... Beat yourself up saying our education system not enough. My kid won't have a good future. No. Mm. No, because even... Mm. Uh, no, looking at the, the working world, right? Yeah. Um, because I have friends who, have, who went to the US to study, mm. went okay. to the UK to study and they came back. And the ones that come back to work here, mm-hmm. when they go into the job market, their studying pay is similar to anybody who's graduated from our local yeah, university. Yeah, yeah. Right. So there's very there's no yeah. competitive advantage yeah, 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 unless yeah. Uh, you know, the, 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 the person who's interviewing is very picky about the way they speak English. Yeah. And all that. But having said that, even Malaysians who have never step, stepped outside of Malaysia speak very well English. Yeah, yeah. we are lucky. You don't need to go abroad yes, yeah. to, to, in a sense, right? So, for me, I, I feel there's no real competitive advantage unless you're talking about or oh, you're going over there, uh, you know, uh, to just say you're studying in Germany, to you're very interested in engineering and, what yeah, yeah. and all that, and you want to work, you love automotive, and there's, yeah. a, you know, there's an aspiration yes, engineering yes, over there. Yes, yes, yes. But if you're going there just to come back, I, I don't know whether there's a competitive, I'm sure as a human being, the experience has enriched you. Yeah, I, yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah. But in the, in, the, in the working world, I don't know whether there's a competitive advantage as opposed to a foreign grad to a local grad. Lah. I, at least in my small way, I have not seen it. I don't uh, think so, lah. I don't know. Like my 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 uh, my my cousin wanted to go overseas to study, but the 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 uncle didn't send her. Say no, no, you're a girl. You cannot go overseas. You know, <laughs> then, then you fall in love with somebody, then you get married. There, that's a very extreme way view, lah. Okay, but I'm sure it's a, a Asian view, very extreme. Mm, but mm. she ended up studying here. I think she went to UTM or whatever. And now she's in a global company in Malaysia. Never mm. set a foot uh, 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 to study outside, mm. and she's leading a, 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 a global team. Mm. But the key was because she spoke English, right? Well, not just well, but she can articulate. And because in your workforce, it's your performance. You know, people forget about the piece of paper that says which university, what, or your CGP, how high. You know, mm. that is out the window the moment you step into the workforce and log in, right? Into the, it's your performance that counts. People judge you based on your performance, not to say. Hey, Karamjit is a is a you know Cornell graduate, not three point seven lah. When they do your appraisal, mm. but he's a on the job thing was just you know average mm. lah. But hey, Cornell three point seven, I think we better pay him higher lah. Lunch all right? <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> people judge you based on your performance. So performance in any workforce, you must be able to work well with different people, right? Mm. So and you must be able to articulate your views well. Mm. And this one, I don't know how parents teach that, but if in your family, like I said, as parents, or, or how you and your wife talk to each other, mm. how you talk with your kids also, mm. very important, right? They pick the house is the biggest influencer. I agree. Mm. I agree. And only your friends become the biggest influencers when the house doesn't play that role. Mm. You're around your kids most of the time, right? No, would you say, I mean, uh, this, this idea of mm. uh, private education, right? Okay. Uh, I think if it was not for the cost factor, everybody would prefer private. La, in if it's not for the cost yeah, factor, yeah. Obviously, right? And I think, uh, do you think, and this is just an opinion, mm. I don't, I, there's no facts yeah, yeah, right? Okay. Do you think that now with this new reality of 
you know, something like the COVID comes in, right? Where yeah. kids are not going to class, you know, for best part of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the parents are still paying for it, right? Uh, Do you think there's, there's, that may be effective for people to reconsider, you know, whether it's, it's private? Because I feel even daycare, it's obviously not their fault that COVID happened. Yeah, yeah, right? It's not their fault. So no. nobody's blaming them. Yes. But the fact that they are forcing parents to pay even though they are closed, mm. see, you have no choice or you have to pay. Yeah, yeah. And now parents have to pay for daycare and still pay for a way to take care of their kids because they still need to go to work or still need to find yeah, the money, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that that spanner in the works sort of, I feel like people are re-looking this whole uh Paying for education. I was okay. talking to a kid, you know, uh, 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 not kid, like he's a college student. Okay. I was selling off one of my old headphones and he came all the way to buy this Korean boy. Hmm. And he was saying, oh, I'm buying this headphone because it's got noise cancellations uh, because I'm on a flyback. I'm like, it's a lockdown. Where are you going? He said, yeah. no, my parents told me to come back because I'm here to study in uh, one of the private colleges. Yeah. But I can't go to class. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, saying, yeah. I must still pay fees. Yeah, yeah. But I can't go into college. Mm. So they think, come back home. You can reduce your distance. cost of living. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no cost of living here. Yeah. So I think there is. Uh, See, every a parent, rethink, right? the decision is made around their means, right? Your, yeah. Your, yeah. And I think there's a, there's a rethink. Although I, I COVID is not going to be a future factor, yeah. I mean, this is going to affect us for next six months, maybe yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. But I think that the, it's such a big impact, right? That we will start. I feel that we might start reconsidering. Hey, do we really need to? I don't know. I, I again, it's an assumption that I have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know whether the, do you think there'll be a factor in terms of because this is painful for people who have to of pay. Course, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I, you will. But you know, my uh, my my friend's son is studying in Germany, but the father asked him to come back because he cannot go to class, mm. and the university also allow you to do remotely or do in class, and the parent. They prefer their child to be back, like because uh, although Germany now cases gone up again, mm. by that point cases were high. They say come back, so mm. the son is happily studying, but mm. you're still getting a German education, and the mm. parents say plus plus, it's still better than nothing. And yeah. your son's only your son's social experience is lessened. Mm. But everybody and, and, also, because yeah, of exactly, COVID, yeah. Everybody is, and your 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 education experience in terms of classes is not because even if you are physically in a class, you're still like hundred people with one lecturer. Mm. Also, your online one is the same, but then you have to be show more initiative to to book book one of those you know, maybe fifteen minute slots with the professor or the teaching assistant, right? Mm. Hey, I want to ask this and ask that, and you form online groups lah, right? With your with your with your peers, right? To to study together, so it's human nature. You have to adapt, right? So mm. this is the thing, and then like I said, this Korean kid, the parents brought him because cheaper to be at home, and you might as well your 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 yeah. mother cooks for you. And, whatever, I, right? and I also suspect, mm. uh, I also suspect that from a from a parental point of view, having your kid alone in a country, cooped up alone, you know, the, you. You have you no social support. Yeah, yeah. If they catch the, of yeah. mental, yeah, yeah. It's not about physical, right? It's yeah, about yeah, yeah. You can't go out. You're alone. Yeah. Is he going to get depressed? Yeah, What's yeah, going to happen yeah. to him? And, totally and, understandable. Yeah, you know, in, in that sense, uh, I can imagine that like, people don't want somebody to be yeah, alone. Correct, correct. To go through that experience. So most parents have made that unless you're coming from a country like Somalia or whatever. You know, you no matter what state there, like, I don't. Nobody shooting outside. Or is, yeah. Okay. In that sense, thank you very much. No, uh, no, no. If you have, uh, I, I think I definitely have more questions on this, but I, I, I know how where to find <laughs> you. La. And uh, and I must say, this this episode actually, the, 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 the 
camera is slightly better because it's been sponsored <laughs> by Karamjit. Or can I say it's sponsored by Digital News? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just no, you just borrowed me the camera for me to test because yeah. uh, it's a hell of a lot better than the old camera. Um, thanks, Karam. Thanks for no, coming. No, 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 no. Okay. And Thank be you. safe, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Be safe.